Welcome to the Resilient and Thriving Podcast with Coach K. My name is Kirsten Larson, and I'm an integrative holistic health coach who helps people get results and breakthrough in their health and life. After healing from extreme health issues and emotional trauma, my goal is now to make health and wholeness accessible to more and more people and to help you overcome overwhelm and burnout so that you can ultimately thrive in life and help others do the same. And I'm excited to be here with you today. All right. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 12 of the Resilient and Thriving podcast. I'm excited to share with you. This is Coach Kirsten, a holistic health and running coach. And today I want to talk about a new, a different approach to weight loss. And um, it's probably one of my favorite approaches. While I do talk a lot about nutrition and work with my clients on movement and nutrition and uh, lifestyle and habits and all of those pieces are, are really important. At the core of all of it is getting to the root of your thoughts and your feelings. <laughs> As funny and easy, or it's definitely not easy, never mind, let's, <laughs> let's scratch that. Um, but as separate as it sounds to many of you that um, changing and shifting your mindset can really affect your weight loss, uh, your weight loss and your health. It's a really incredible thing. I've seen clients who have had aches in their bodies for years disappear by starting to heal their mind and emotions. And then as their body starts to heal, they're able to begin moving again. And of course, when you are not in pain anymore and your body moves well, you know, your body begins to shift into how it's meant to be. And so if that for you is gaining weight or losing weight, that, that really begins to be independent of how you're eating and living. And uh, of course, you know, we all are, are pretty familiar with the idea of going to food to support our emotional state. And, um, you know, many who are, are kind of stuck in that cycle feel kind of trapped by that cycle because it doesn't feel like there's a way out. So, you know, this is a huge topic and much bigger than we want to go into just today. Um, But I wanted to kind of shift your thinking around weight loss and releasing weight um, and allowing your body to heal through kind of understanding your emotional state and your mental state in a different way and how they have to do with this. Now, you've heard me talk about this a little bit if you've been listening to this podcast or other resources that I talk about because it is a huge passion of mine. You know, I love um, healing trauma and I love healing uh, emotional and mental stuck places is what I like to call them. Um, But you know, one of the, the places that, that we often don't think about in the, the healing your body and weight loss journey is, you know, what's going on underneath the mind and, and inside of there. Um, we have kind of gotten, you know, stuck in this place of I need to find the right diet. And uh, once I find the right diet for me, then my body will begin to shift. And while there is partial truth to that, 
Um, I like to liken it kind of like how they there's the expression in sports where 80% of it is just showing up and the rest of it is doing the work, which is a huge percentage. You know, if you think about just showing up and being there for yourself and then the small part is how you do it and what you do. Yes, it's good to eat good foods. Yes, it's good to move your body, of course. But if that was all that there was to it, the weight loss industry wouldn't be a billion dollar industry. <laughs> Let's just sit on that for a minute. You know, we are, are more overweight than ever in our nation. I'm in the U.S. and it is, uh, you know, not just overweight, but also sick and full of disease. We are one of the wealthier nations out there and yet we should be with that the healthiest nation because we have so many resources on hand but you know one of the biggest things that causes weight loss is stress and emotional trauma mental states of of being and that's not an area that we talk about a lot and so that's why it's such such an important thing for me um in my own life and in the way that I why that I help people is really helping understand kind of what's going on under the hood. You know, I mean, you can put gas in your car all the time, but if you never look at under your hood and fix those things, then things start to break down over time. And stress is the same way in our bodies that if we don't get that stress healed and out of our body, um, things begin to break down. And so, um, you know, can you, can you go on the weight loss journey without... Um, counting calories without checking the scale all the time? Um, can you heal your body without um, being overly looking at the foods that you're eating? And the answer is absolutely. And the way that to do that is to begin checking in on our thoughts and our feelings because our thoughts are what create our feelings. You know, you can you can experience the same experience as someone else and both people, you can have 10 different people experience the same thing and they will all have a different experience of it because of the thoughts that they believe about it, which will then create different emotions and feelings about it. One experience might cause someone to have joy and another stress, another anger, another fear, and another one total peace and not even aware of what happened all because of our thoughts in there. And so, you know, the the journey that I like to say when when you want to take this deeper approach to healing your body and releasing excess weight is you know, we're familiar the first step to take is to log get a little journal take it with you. I like to get a small one and log your thoughts and feelings before logging your food. Now we're all familiar with logging our food, you know, maybe not everybody, but at one point in time you have heard about, you know, maybe use MyFitnessPal or Chronometer or, you know, other a journal and write out your food diary. And yes, there are benefits to doing that for sure. But if you don't get down to the root, then it's going to be tricky to make that sustainable long term. So, you know, logging food really is just for a season to kind of get a, a quick picture of, of what's happening to maybe reset some habits. 
but it's not for the long term. It's, it's not sustainable and it also begins to create um, an unhealthy mindset around food. You want to be able to enjoy it and you want to be able to love it and you don't want to be able to, you know, dive deep into the numbers of food. Our bodies were designed to, to eat and live and thrive. Think about it. People have been doing it for thousands of years without apps and worrying about calories and they've been been healthy in the process. Um, but when we are kind of distant from our thoughts and our feelings like we are today more than ever before, let's start, we want to start there. And so, you know, write down, get in the habit of, you know, if you're really walking down this place, get in the habit of becoming aware of your thoughts and uh, becoming aware of how those thoughts are creating your feelings. Now, I did this many years ago as a as a practice when I was really wrestling with some dark thoughts and emotions. And the truth was I I realized that most of us don't know the thoughts that are causing our feelings. We just think I woke up scared or I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling like really depressed. But we're not aware of the thoughts that are causing those feelings. And so it's really important to begin a practice of becoming aware of the thoughts, just simply shining the light on them. And so, you know, one way to do that, we talked about making micro habits, is when you feel a feeling, write down the feeling, become aware of what that really is. Sometimes people, um, we are so non-emotionally intelligent sometimes, and it takes practice to become emotionally aware and intelligent of what's happening on the inside. So say, okay, I'm feeling afraid. Okay, why am I feeling afraid? You know, and this isn't something you want to dwell on or live in. I don't want you to sit there thinking about why am I afraid? Why am I afraid? Why am I afraid? No, no, no. That, that takes up way too much mental energy. Just go, what were the thoughts leading up to that? Okay, and if you can't think of any, don't worry. Maybe do a, a brain dump journal for a few minutes and just see if anything comes out. Then just begin to, to take practice, take inventory of your thoughts and take inventory of your feelings. And, you know, if you're wrestling with um, kind of your food experience, this is a really good practice to do before and after you eat. You get to go, you know, how was I feeling when I ate that whole cake? <laughs> how did it make me feel afterwards? How did I... Were there any feelings I was masking, any thoughts that I was masking by going after that? You know, start to get aware of that. Um, I like to use a journal for doing that. Just I like to suggest doing that because it gets the thoughts out of your head rather than staying inside your mind. You want to really get them out so you can see them, so that you can look at them from a different standpoint. And then, you know, you want to, so we're taking it from our thoughts, our feelings, and then begin just paying attention to your body and how it's feeling. There's a lot going on in your body, and sometimes we store emotion in our body. And so, you know, what, you know, do you feel like anxious in your chest? Do you feel it in your stomach? Do you feel it in your, um, in your back? You know, how is your breathing Notice those things, begin to kind of pay attention to that, and then, you know, take that into your mealtime. 
and slow down. We've talked about that before, but practice slowing down at your meals. Look at what you're eating. Notice how you're responding around it. Do you feel calm or at peace? Are you trying to um, avoid anything? Or are you enjoying your the people you're with or your environment or the food? And really slow down around it. And take that practice into everything that you do. You know, slow down, pay attention, know where you're feeling joy, know where you're feeling love, know where you're feeling the anxiety and the peace. Um, The more you can begin to tune in to your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions, the more you can actually begin to do something about it. And we're going to be talking about more ways that we can do stuff about it in upcoming podcasts, but... Today, I wanted to share a small piece of one technique that I absolutely love, and we're going to do three different steps for this. And I'm going to actually do some more podcasts on this and blogs on this specifically, so today it's a very short intro, but this is emotional freedom technique. Many of you have heard of it. It's also called EFT or tapping, and it's an incredible way of releasing stress out of our body. And we know that stress is a huge contributor for weight gain, and in fact, we some of us are so stressed, we don't even know that it's cortisol is flooding through our bodies at all times, and you know, when that's going on for a regular period of time, it slows down our metabolism, slows down our digestive system. We have a decrease in muscle mass, and it even causes us to crave sweet and salty foods. And so if you could release that from your life, what would that do for you? Just even picture if I were able to get out of that stress response into the relaxation response, how would I do that? And emotional freedom technique or EFT or tapping is an incredibly powerful way to do that. So I've got a video on the website with this podcast, and um, you can jump in and give it a try for yourself, and I'd love to hear how, how that goes for you. I recommend doing this journaling technique, this awareness technique, and EFT on a regular basis, and then end it with some affirmations. You know, when you do EFT, you often do affirmations, so I like to couple them with affirmations. And so here's a couple of good ones. When I listen to my body, I am healthier and happier. My body also informs me when I'm thirsty. I drink healthy beverages when my body lets me know it's time to drink. My body tells me when I need to rest. When I'm fatigued, I respect my body and I take time to rest and sleep. Today, I choose to respect the signals that my body provides for me. I trust the wisdom of my body, and I choose today to work with my body instead of against it. And I thank my body for all that it does for me. Wow, even just saying those, I can feel my body feeling peace. I hope that you can as well. I encourage you to give some of these a try. So again, they're writing in your journal, becoming aware of your thoughts, becoming aware of your emotions, taking time during the day to pay attention and create awareness to how your body is feeling, 
any emotion or feelings you're feeling inside of your body, try out some simple tapping to release stress out of your body. And as you're doing that, be sure to add in some affirmations that you can declare over yourself and over your your body as you do this and begin to see what kind of things shift for you in a positive way. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy. I'd love to hear how this goes for you. Okay, bye-bye. All right, thanks so much for listening today. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Tune on in every week for tips and tricks to make health and wholeness sustainable. If you're interested in further coaching or more resources, head on over to my website, coachkirsten.com, and I'd love to connect with you. And don't forget, you were made to thrive.